They were more spectacular and amazing before the internet because they were mystical gods 80 feet tall in the theater on the weekends. Now with the internet, you're like, oh, there's Harrison Ford taking his trash out. Jessica Alba has to take a shit. She wipes her ass with the same Charmin that you do, man. A budding bromance right here. They're just words. I mean, you're saying words and they're English words, but they don't go together. Not, not me, not me. It's not made for me, folks. Good job, dumbass. He adventures, dude. And just he adventures. Now he's on a boat. You're now allergic to movie cats. So anyway, yeah, today me and my dad are putting a new front door in. Well, main door, our main door to our house because. You know, they put uh, big fat wooden doors where water can get to it. Oh. And, you know, summertime they swell up, then they are creaky and slam hard and break the doorknobs and, you know, kids slamming them. And so we finally got the main one replaced. Cool. So how long did it take? I expected, well, we started around 9. Well, I told him to be here at 9. He said, okay, 9 o'clock. And I said, because i got to get, you know, wife to work, off to work, and the kids are trying to get out the door at the same time to go to school. So, 9 o'clock. All right. New nope. 20 minutes early. Like Oh, good. Yeah. I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say 20 minutes late. No, no. Mm-hmm. I was See, just like going my... to take the kids to school when he showed up. It's like Yeah, that's like my family would would do they they are which i guess that's a good thing they're they're never late they're always either on time or early yeah but i needed this it's hard yeah, enough when i'm trying to get out the door at the same time that addy is because she's at, going to school again and then the boys when they're here i tell them to just go in my office and leave mom alone because she has to leave by like eight fifteen. you don't have to leave till eight forty five. you can get ready later yeah. So, I'm trying to get them in the habit of, you know, before, or the night before school, get your clothes ready. Just get them laid out and get them ready. I'm sick of you running around going, I can't find a sock at 840. You know, like, mm, distracted. They're distracted because they got roadblocks now. And they're going to lose it because I had attitude last night. They haven't played Minecraft in three weeks. Oh, isn't Minecraft just... Well, they get it back today. They said they lost it for all of August, and it's now September, so we'll see. They Last night was like their second night of Roblox, and that, here comes the attitude. Mad, man, fine. Like, you're done. You're done. And then that just, I'm sure that just infuriates them when, you get, when they get it taken away, right? Oh, furious. Fine, Dad. Whatever, Dad. Oh, oh man. Then, uh, then, then I'm like, oh, now you're really losing it. Now, now it's now it's not just gonna be for the rest of the day; it's the rest of the week, or depending on the attitude, it's the rest of the month. You know. Yeah. And I keep getting in their face, going, "I don't deserve your bad attitude. I don't. That's not fair. You're mad at me that you have a you play like the other day. They played for like three straight hours. And it was just like, what are you what are you bitching about? Well, but I want to play more. I didn't do this yet. Like. Don't care? Yeah. And I let them stay in when it was it was the hottest part of the day. It was miserable. Nobody else was out in the neighborhood, so it was like, whatever. But 
<sighs> at any rate. Yeah, so that was fun, ripping all that out and then putting a new one in, which is always a complicated process. And <sighs> But it actually went pretty smooth. I expected it to be done by noon, and we got... He, Dad left at 2.58. I mean, we've, we've been at it pretty, oh, pretty well man. all day. To replace one door. Wow. Uh, so I'm it sure should it just be like like taking the hinges off and putting the hinges on, but no door is the same. So you got to like rip out all the side and top pieces and mount new ones and everything has to be measured precisely. And it is complicated. I hate changing doors. So and now that's a long time to be with your dad. Like I, I being that long alone with my dad, I bet I was in my early twenties if not earlier, I don't know the last time I was with my dad, you know. But anyway, so did you guys... My dad and I can compartmentalize our disagreements. So when we have something to do, we just get together and we do it. And that's it. We talk about other things. I talked to him on the phone the other night for like almost probably half an hour because I I told him about that documentary, the roulette I had where the guy bulldozes the oh, town. Oh, yeah. And so he went and watched it and then he called me up because he had to rant about it. Amazing. <laughs> it was... It was a really good conversation. You should seriously, you should be thankful for that. I, I I'm am being serious. Like, um, I am. Yeah, but um, yeah, I. It's been an interesting last couple days. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Just what did I do? No. <laughs> oh, just um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh I have to be careful what we say around the R boys. Yeah, yeah. Or have I talked to you about that already now? That things have gotten... Like, I, I noticed a change with my boys this weekend. Like... Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you didn't say much, but I got the very much the gist of what you're saying. Because I got to do the same with mine. I got I got to watch what I say around Yeah, because I can tell... They'll, they'll run right in the next room and blab. Yeah, well, and for them, it, it was actually not so much blabbing. For them, I felt a little bit more like... They cooled the jets. Like, yours? I don't, I don't, or my, my boys, like. No, no, no. I mean, they cooled your jets? No, no, no. The boys cooled their jets on, on the people we were with. Oh, so they were silencing themselves. Yes, yeah. Oh. Almost like. I see. Oh, we have to be, we have to be stuck with you guys. Is, I, and I'm like, I have to be careful. I have to be careful. Cause I'm like, they will pick up, like, the other people will be, will pick up on that. Yes. Quickly, yes, they will. Um, so, but I guess the old man has still some sway. And uh, like, you treat me like an asshole, and guess what? <laughs> I can silently toddle silent. off into the distance. Yeah, yeah, I can passively, not aggressively, not aggressively, but just passively go the way of the buffalo. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, I but understand. Anyway. Yep, I yeah. know. I'm probably in the midst of a break myself with yep. certain people. Like, yeah, and my wife is. She's like, she's more than I am. Like, she's actively like, I. We need to just put the brakes on. She's like, the next couple months. She's like, I'm going to tell you. She's like, it's going to be rough. And Holiday like, season's to, coming up. Yeah, um, at least by then the election will be over. So regardless of which way, at least 
that part is done. So, and regardless of which way it goes, it's going it's to be, be worse for you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be worse for me either way. And I me. mean, e- either way. And me. Yep. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. You know what? You just suck it up and you do your two and a half, three hour. This is, this is what election years are like in, in this county, in this, in our area, in the Amish land. Yeah. This is what it's like. It's miserable. Yeah. It's absolutely miserable. <laughs> yeah, well, up here, I mean, it's a diverse mix of people, and I'm loud and proud, baby. Don't right. like it? Don't talk to me. Wow. Well, I have to I hear. I still the... talk to you and not like it. Yeah. <laughs> because I can talk to you respectfully, and not yes, like an Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, and the thing, I, I know that I've, I mean, I'm wearing a Joe Biden shirt right now, and there's people that, uh, that live around me that are complete, not, they're, they're Trump people, but, I've warred around them. Not a word. Everything's fine. It is. I can tell. It's very much. It is not Holmes County. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, one of the things I've kind of tried to relate to you is that not everybody is like that. I know it yeah. seems like all the Trumpers are psycho, and I still think you're crazy for voting for them. But uh, they're not all hyper aggressive, or even as hyper aggressive as they appear online with some of our friends. I have a couple of friends that I can't. The shit they post, I'm like, oh my god! All they do is feed me pages to block. That's all they do. Yeah. But I go see them in person. We don't talk. It doesn't get hostile. We don't talk about stuff like that. We just, hey, man, I, was, I mean, we bullshit about everything else. So, yeah. But Well, that's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not but, all my hey, friends. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Quaint on. Quaint, 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 quaint. Q. Q. Q and on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear people on the radio every day like, oh, thank God somebody's talking about this. This is the truth. This is the truth. Uh, Government's run by Satanist Democrats who like to eat babies and drink their blood and live off the pineal gland and whatnot. Like, yeah, it's one big ball of every conspiracy, and it's all run by Bigfoot. They, I, yeah, they just took every and, conspiracy and, and rolled it into one, and and we all live on flat Earth. Why not? And what what do you say to someone that is literally wearing a Q shirt in front of you? Nothing. I, I, I say you know you will turn around and walk away. You just, I I don't know. Ha! I would say ha ha because my neighbor. Uh, my neighbor Kyle would totally buy a shirt like that, but he wears them ironically. Like, look how stupid this is. He has some shirts with Trump on, Trump's face on it that you you know you don't realize they're making fun of him. Ah, uh, oh, this was a an American flag Q shirt. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, there was no irony on that. I know, I know. I'm like, aware. I'm like, that would be like that would essentially be the same as me showing up at their place wearing. Wearing the the quiet Joe Biden shirt, which would be the the American flag sunglasses. I'm not sure if you've seen that that particular. No, but I I think I know the design you're talking about. Okay, so that's and that's kind of his his logo is because he wears these big aviators, and then there's it's the American flag. Well, that's the Joe Biden thing, and that would be like me wearing that down there. Which oh, would that have been that would have been so nice because it's like what it's an American flag sun like you know, yay Maverick, woohoo! Yeah, right. But, uh, I mean. I would guess that they're smart enough that they would figure out what that shirt is. And yep. that is... Oh, I'm sure there's a conspiracy about it, too. Like the, the Democratic logo. Oh, yeah, the it's, logo it's is pentagram. the pentagram. Yeah, pentagram to America. I'm like, you morons. <laughs> Whatever. Keep drinking the Kool-Aid? I, I, I don't even... Shit, I Everclear? guess. Everclear? Everclear? Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, I... Ah, whatever. I don't get it, but then we're... Normal. Yeah. <laughs> as normal as normal can be. To. No, uh-uh. It's a conspiracy, you see. Yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, yeah, the Pope is a... 
lizard from planet. Yeah, and I don't know how anybody can say that about like those kinds of people when you you when you vote for like Mitch McConnell, like yeah, that guy looks like a lizard person from another planet. Yes, yeah. Like little, like I would genuinely not be surprised if he'd be like, "No, aliens do exist. He's one of them." I'm like, oh, he right, just well, tear his yeah. face off and start eating mice. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Now I kind of have respect for him. We'd be like, finally, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, what are this? Damn it! I wish I could pull up the name right away for those aliens from the Simpsons. Vote for Zorgnon <laughs> or Bleep yeah. Bloop or whatever. <laughs> I was waiting this last weekend. I'm like, if there is a word. Any word of the 17-year-old douchebag that flat murdered people, if there is even a hint, and I told, I, brought, I told my wife, I said, if there is a hint of pro that little piece of shit, I said, we are packing up and leaving. And she's like, yep, I'm right behind you. Oh, like, if that happens, she's like, we are leaving. It's in my Facebook feed. Oh, I know. It, oh, yeah. It's self-defense. It's like, dude, you don't show up to a, a, a anti-Trump rally with an AR and get to claim yeah. self. Well, they were hitting him or shooting, like. That dude went there looking for trouble. Yeah. And I haven't even looked into the story. I haven't even... Yeah, 17-year-old kid, his parents, his mom drove him there across state lines. It's like, it's an open and shut case. Unless you're a far-right wacko, then it's actually... uh, Let's look at all the details first. Yeah. He was probably just a troubled youth. Yeah, I I told my wife, though, I said, if there is a word of that kid brought up in any sort of positive light, I said, we are packing the kids up and we are heading home immediately. And she's like, I'll be right behind you. Said, cool. The minute I have to hear people defending flat out racist murderers, I'm out. And that's why I deleted someone off my Facebook. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just going to go on this guy's page. There is even a hand there. I'm like, there it is. Oh, yeah. There, there it is. is. Delete. And I'm like, right now we're done. But so. see, how could I keep cleaning up my feed if I didn't have people like that to show me yeah. what they believe in so that I can yeah. then block the page? And then I know what, the, what that side thinks about things. Which is. Yeah, lizard people, Satan. <laughs> but on on a good note, um, uh, well, I have a headache. That's not a good thing. But I, I'm 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 just drenched in peppermint. I mean, it's just the, it's a urinal cake in my office. I was I mean, a positive smell disaster it. this morning. I two nights in a row I barely slept. I'm getting up in the middle of the night, just horking up and sneezing and blowing snot, and my sinus was completely clogged this morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awful. Just yep. awful sinuses. Ah, uh, but tonight I got the new Arrow release of Pitch Black, and I'm like, that is my reward for everything. Just that's just, my reward. Just life. Just life, yes. Just that's my reward for family and Trump and... <laughs> yeah. So it's going to... Well, the first hour, I should... The first hour of Pitch Black is my reward tonight. And then I'll fall fast asleep with a drink in my lap. I, just the way you were saying that, I was like, what don't you like about the second hour? Second hour is good. Oh, no. Second hour would be great yeah. tomorrow night. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Sound asleep, you will be. Oh. Well, last time, I'm like, I pick a, pick a short movie. I'm like, oh, From Beyond, the, the Stuart Gordon reanimator type movie. And I'm like, that's only 85 minutes long. <laughs> hour and <laughs> neck tilted. So that's probably why I have a headache because, I mean, my neck was like all the way down to, oh, I just woke up. Like, what am I watching? Like, oh, I'm pissed off. Like, oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. I just thought of something real quick. Yeah, it sounds like the kids are playing basketball out in the kitchen here. I... Uh, I've got Addie here. She's going to go.
get the kids 3.30, 3.45. So there'll be dogs barking and kids and yelling and whatnot oh. around there. But, hey, at least I didn't have to go. Oh, I'm just playing with my two screens, my two glorious, oh, yeah. glorious screens. I'll tell you what, dude. This has completely, completely changed editing the podcast for me. Because I can have the podcast over on one side and it's playing and I've got five windows up on my main viewer while I'm watching something on TV. It's just so much nicer. I don't have to click back and forth and back and forth and, oh, I heard something. i got to go delete it or, you know, whatever. It, is, it has helped me out so much because the editing process can be frustrating, especially in a week like this where I'm super busy at work and I'm super busy at home and the kids getting back to school and everything. You want to know the truth? You want to know the truth? Are you ready for the the, the truth? The, oh, the very real truth, sure. the absolute Let's truth, and nothing but the throw truth. Throw that hard truth on me. All right. Are you ready for the roulette? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. I don't know how this is going to go. We've This has never happened before in the history of the show. No, what's, hard rice. What's about to happen? Hard. So hard rice. I mean, just <laughs> texted my wife about you. I'm like, oh, we're, let's have rice with the tacos. And uh, okay, on this episode of the roulette, it is basket case up against killing Gunther, and I'm up first. And not knowing how things are going to go uh, with this, but you know what? Let's just let's keep honesty at the forefront, shall we? I believe that we that's something we've always done with this show, mm-hmm. and I think that we should continue to do. So, here is my confession. After 311 episodes of roulettes that we have endured for you people, that we have gone through, that we have watched and forced ourselves to watch, for good or for better better or for worse, we have plowed through and plowed through and plowed through. This week, episode 311, your host fucked up. Ooh! Did you I forget? have 30 minutes left of Basket Case. <laughs> oh, was that what it was playing when we hit record? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, oh. I'm watching it, but I I feel confident in reviewing it anyway. Okay. Uh, but bear in mind, folks, uh, one, I will finish it. I have not fast-forwarded any of it. I had a mild panic attack at about noon. was like, oh, my fuck, I haven't watched my roulette. <laughs> And I still have three hours to go on this damn door, and I don't, I don't know, there's nothing I can do. I, there's nothing I yeah. can do. Um, but Basket Case is from 1982. A young man carrying a big basket, and IMDb, I mean, I guess it's 1982, so spoilers are out the window. A young man carrying a big basket that contains his extremely deformed Siamese twin brother seeks vengeance on the doctors who separated them against their will. And there you have it. And it's a 1982 that feels like a 1978, I would say. It's a bit slower paced in the first half. Um, yeah, I, I have got less than 30 minutes to go. Uh, they don't show the brother, the basket case brother, for 40 minutes. And even, I mean, every time that they kind of, he kills or whatever, it's off screen, but they're throwing blood on the person. So it feels like it's bloody, but it's kind of not. Mm. Or or then, you know, it, the guy gets, they do a lot of straight on shots to the person. And he's like, oh, screaming at something off screen. And then he goes, bends down out of the frame. And then when he comes back up, like some of his skin, you're getting the boys? 
Thank you. Some of his skin is ripped off his mouth and there's blood. And then he pops out of frame again and pops into frame again. And then he's even bloodier. Okay, this is a very low budget. Like Evil Dead low budget. Okay, got... Okay, I hear you. So then... Again, slow-paced building. Again, I'm not really saying that as a negative, but I'm just kind of like... This is one that third watch Eugene's going to love. Then there's another kill... And it's like, then we get to see its arms a little bit. And you can tell it's out of frame, but you see somebody's arms that are kind of gangly and weird. And they grab the person and scratches on their face. Cut away. The next, uh, then we're building tension again. And then the other brother, they kind of have a telepathic bond. And the other brother kind of likes a girl, which pisses the thing off. And so it attacks her. Once you know that plot, you could write this movie, Eugene. I, I see exactly where this is going. I mean, they're, they're taking revenge on the doctors that separated them. At some point, they might even... Go, now they're flashbacking to the actual surgery. At some point, I could see them trying to be put back together, maybe. And then they'll mysteriously kill them, but not really. Because we got Basket Case 2 and 3 yet. Uh, but it is showcasing a lot of that 70s kind of New York. Uh, the grimy part. Fifth Street and all that. Is it yeah, pretty. Um, yeah, right. Forty second Street. Forty second Street. There 40, you go. Forty second Street. Yes, that's what it is. He even goes to a couple kung fu movies at one point, and a guy tries to steal his basket, and then mystery thing scratches him. It's like it takes forever till we finally get to see it, and when we do get to see it, it's pretty much an inflated basketball with a face and a couple arms, and that's it. It's like. And then there's some stop motion where it's mad and trashing the apartment. It's okay. But it's the kind of thing where Eugene might want to check this one out. You should at least check it off the list. What are you, I mean, are, are you bored of horror yet? No. Well, what's, what are you waiting on? I mean, it's 1980s and it's horror, so you might as well at least check it off the list. God knows you own 50 million things that are worse than this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, which I, I watch stuff like you know, that are probably worse than that on a daily, weekly basis. I'm not saying you'll love it. You may really enjoy the hell of it if you're in the mood, like, for a kind of slower movie where that, that you can tell costs less to produce. Uh, some of the effects are cool, but they're old and they're cheap, and it's it, it's fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. And I'm going to continue to report until the movie's over. So, now, did, ongoing have review. you seen <laughs> Have you seen any of uh, Frank Cannonlotter's other movies, like uh, Brain Damage and Frankenhooker? I... Th- um, might have seen Frankenhooker. I don't recognize the director's name. Let me look here. I have not seen Brain Damage that I know of. It was okay. I think that his best movie, well, of the of the two that I've seen, was uh, was Frankenhooker. I really liked Frankenhooker. That was funny. Hmm. So you might get a kick out of it. The the other brother that's normal. He's kind of a dorky dude. There's wacky characters all around him saying wacky 80s things where he's just like, huh? But if it was something that I had started watching back when we started watching Evil Dead together and stuff like that, and I had watched this movie ten times, we'd probably be quoting that stupid idiot that he just passed in the street that was saying that shit. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those yeah. kind of movies where if we had watched this movie ten times in the last 20 years, we'd, we'd be quoting it, I think. So I definitely think you should give it a shot. I want your uh, review of it. And you will. Yeah, I can't imagine oh, yeah. this won't come to. I I, I believe it has Scorpion. been. Yeah, it's been released already. 
Uh, but I don't have it for some reason. And I'm surprised I don't. I'm not even sure which, which company released it. I, I feel like that might be an arrow, but I am not sure. So, okay, cool. I will definitely check that out. Um, yeah, keep me posted on how the rest of the movie is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally blew it on this one, but in my defense, I've, I've been so busy this week and, uh, actually it's kind of partly your fault because we got talking roulettes coming up. Spoiler alert, people, we talk oh, about yeah, show yeah, on the yeah. show, and then I got all distracted. <laughs> uh, yeah, but usually, oh, yeah. I, usually I watch it, my roulette, as soon as I release the podcast. And it, with editing with uh, the three tracker with TJ last this last week, it took just that much longer. And not it's not his fault or anything. It just it takes it just takes longer when there's more people. Yeah. And by the time it was done, all the nap times were over. It was like, oh, time to make dinner, and phew, totally left my brain. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, over on my end, we've got Killing Gunther from 2017, which is an action comedy thriller. From director Taron Killam, a group of eccentric assassins are fed up with Gunther, the world's greatest hitman, and decide to kill him. But their plan turns into a series of bungled encounters as Gunther seems to always be one step ahead. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> so, my review. Um, the movie starts out great, uh, to where I'm like, oh man, this is this is hilarious. It's a, a film crew basically is going around making a documentary about this group of assassins who are out to out to kill Gunther. And of course they're all quirky, funny hitman types, but legit funny. Like I'm like, this is, these jokes are landing there. This is good. Um, about the midway point. And oh, so Gunther always gets the, gets the uh, one up on him, no matter what, no matter what, they seem to trap him in what scenario they trap him in. He always kind of gets away. Um, uh, everything's fine. Uh, and t- for some reason, the last act didn't quite work with, well, actually when Schwarzenegger shows up, uh, which is the final third of the movie. Cause you, he's a big guy, big actor. And he's, he's not going to be in the whole movie on a low budget movie like this. In fact, what was the budget of this thing? It could not have been much. It, it, I'm sure it wasn't much, but I just when he like the character he's playing, the, like a lot of makeup, like to where he feels like he's trying to pull off mid fifties, maybe like uh, it. It was fine, but too much of a good thing, I think, with Schwarzenegger. The first half hour, forty five minutes of the movie was was great, hilarious. Uh, and the second half, it was still good. I mean, I'm still giving this a thumbs up. This was a thumbs up. This is another one of those. I was happy that this was a roulette that I want. Like, I'll take this any day. But, um, I just didn't quite end the way I, that it's fine. It, it didn't end the way I wanted it to. Um, but, you know, CGI, there was some CGI action stuff in it that I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's CGI. Like, it's not terrible, terrible sci-fi original CGI, but eh, they're in no danger. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a car blowing up. Not all right. <laughs> but regardless, I, I still, especially that first half hour, forty-five minutes, it was, it was damn funny. 
So there you go. All right. I'm not sure what you'd think of it. I I don't I don't know if you would like that. It or... sounds like a roulette to me. Yeah, it's a total roulette. Total roulette. Eh, we'll see. But yeah. it'll it'll stay in my queue for another year, and then I'll go on a cleaning spree and ah, get out of here, you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we've talked about this for a few weeks, and what we're going to do for the next round is we've kind of had these movies that we really want the other person to see, so we're just going to throw them up there. For you, I wanted to pick Byzantium. Let me just read the synopsis here real quick. Residents of a coastal town learn with deadly consequences the secret shared by the two mysterious women who have sought shelter at a local resort. That's how you synopsis, IMDb. That gives nothing away. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I really liked this movie the first time around. It's Neil Jordan, uh, Saoirse Ronan, Gemma Arterton. I, I haven't watched it oh in years, and I guess spoiler for coming soon. I rewatched it, and I'm so glad I threw this your way because I really want, I'm curious what you'll think of this one. I but but second time around, you know, so you know how it is when you watch a movie and you're like really into it, but it's been some years and you you're like, hmm, I wonder if my opinion would hold up on that. Um, yeah. So that's why I went and watched it again. And oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that, this this movie is sweet, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. I've actually been since I rewatched it. I've been talking to other friends online about it. Just like, have you seen this? Like, why is there's just not enough people talking about this movie? It's a good ass movie. Uh, so that's what's coming your way. Okay, and coming your way is from Neil Jordan, The Company of Wolves from 1984. What? Uh, T- Neil Company Jordan made that too? Yeah. Did we already have this conversation? Why. Yeah, we had this conversation. Am I trapped in a time episode. loop? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A uh, teenage girl in a country manor falls asleep while reading a magazine and has a disturbing dream involving wolves prowling the woods below her bedroom window. Starring Sarah Patterson, Angela Lansbury, David Warner, and uh, Stephen Ray. I thought this movie was fantastic. I've seen it twice now. And I really want your opinion on it because it is very much a fever dream type of movie. Like it's, it's hard to classify. The storyline is almost not quite linear. Like, so it just, it feels like you're watching a dream. And I love those types of movies, especially when they can get it right. Uh, so now just a heads up, I did try and go double check and make sure that I could still watch that. And it was not working the last time I tried, but I had not restarted my computer in a while, and I had not. I let the system sit overnight with the program, and whenever that happens, sometimes it gets jammed up. So I'm okay. going to try again, but there's a possibility I might need an, an alt pick. Uh, okay. Program. So, but we'll see. Yeah, just let me know. Oh, I really want to want your opinion on that. And of course, the Blu-ray that I have is Region B. Not that you're make it up here or yeah. anything, but oh, I know. I want to see it. It sounds cool. And the description they had on my thing was even better than the one they have here. Yeah, I just I, the practical effects are so. This was back in the when it like Howling, American Werewolf in London, and they were kind of like, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna one up each other on the really awesome practical effects, and then this thing came out, and you can tell it's very much in the same vein of like we're gonna really do some cool practical effects in this movie. Cool. Well, I hope I can watch it. If yeah, not, maybe I can. Maybe it'll be on YouTube. <laughs> uh, it's funny yeah, how yeah. some of those things. Yeah, I know they just pop up. Uh, okay, there you go. Next round will be Byzantium up against the Company of Wolves. And then we are just going to do... Oh, boy, we got time. Yeah, we got time. I, I wanted to hit real quickly on Tenant and just see what uh, 
what you thought about the, the very first big blockbuster type movie being released now. I'm trying to watch it, but I can't get any motherfucking links. <laughs> that and Bill and Ted's. Every day I'm checking because I'm dying to see Bill and Ted's. Yeah, me too. Bill and Ted. And I do want to watch New Mutants for what it's worth. I, that's I, the other one I've been trying to. And every time, no yeah. links available. Like, yeah, I think that, that New Mutants might end up on HBO Max. I read that somewhere that that's going to be... That'll be an HBO Max exclusive or something. I read one review that said it is the worst X-Men movie of all time. I was like, okay. Yeah. So what do you think about Tenet? Like, you've you've watched all of Christopher Nolan's movies now. I'm not sure how many you've watched in the theater, but I almost every review I've heard or read or whatever has made mention of the fact that the audio gets muffled at key yep. moments in the movie. Same here. And I've I've heard the dialogue is down. Sometimes you just can't hear what they're saying. The, oh, the only one that I really noticed it with was Interstellar. Me too. That's the only one that I really noticed it in. And it was only uh, a couple of scenes. I remember there were, like one of the key scenes for what for me was when Michael Caine was he was talking to I I, I forget now what the scene was, but I just remember he was talking and I'm like. He was kind of huh? on, his, on his deathbed and explaining yes. what was going on to, yeah, uh, like, what's her name, to Ava. As, <laughs> yeah, as the music was swelling, and I'm like, okay, the music is, yeah. I guess, more important than what you're saying? And he was, yeah, uh, we did it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, what? and then that popped in the blue where I put on the subtitles. I'm like, oh, no, no that's actually important. That's, that's stuff that I want to know about, or... Yeah, I have heard that, too, and a lot of people are complaining with Tenant, too, but not through the whole movie, just parts. I... I don't know what that is. It's it's odd, but I Tenant's been kind of getting uh, kind of yeah. mixed reviews as a whole. For the ones I've been reading, they were like, "It's okay." I'm like, "Boy, that doesn't look like a movie that's just okay." I know that looks great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I wonder if it's one that needs repeat viewings to. I don't know. Get get better. I have no. I don't know. Now the football is smelling some hookers' panties. I, whatever. It's it weird. <laughs> And no nudity. They they flirt with it and talk about it, but uh, that would have cost money to get to get some. Not from yeah. these fantabulous actors. Oh my oh, lord! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, and a lot of people are saying I'm not going to see it till I can see it in the theater. And I'm like, uh, I just don't understand these people. You know why? Because my theater trips blow, uh, because of the people that are around me. I, I yeah. I'll watch it at home so I can watch it in peace. Thank you. And with subtitles. <laughs> Apparently, that's to. Nolan's fault. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Here they go. But see, I, and I also read that that if the theater is properly calibrated, that shouldn't be an issue. But I've calibrated movie theaters. And, and I'm like, it's not easy. Especially if it's like, okay, here's a certain movie. Now you've got to... Raise and lower the decibels and blah, 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 blah. Well, and what? think about it this way. Uh, it's it's Nolan who is ultra-specific on these kinds of things and spearheads new technology all the time, shoots on IMAX, uh, uh, even develops different IMAX cameras so he can shoot better in IMAX, more mobily. Wouldn't surprise me a bit that he's very picky on the sound. So he mm-hmm. wants it to be in, what is the highest peak right now? What uh, Of sound quality, what is it? Um... Atmos? Well, Dolby Atmos, Still Atmos? Yeah, yeah, I believe that's the... I, your theater didn't have Dolby Atmos. No. There, no. It, it's just not going to sound the same. 
Yeah. You know, in I, fact, ours was was not even a high debt. I, I think ours was just H like five point one Dolby surround. Yeah. And I mean, how many theaters do we go to have Atmos? They say they do, but they don't have speakers in the ceiling. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, change. So I, that's gonna change the audio level of yeah. different things. It's gonna mess. It's gonna mess with the mix. I remember when I got my first sound system, and it was Dolby two And there were times that I've got uh, regular Blu-rays that came in five one, and I had to change the sound setting internally on the DVD down to Dolby stereo because if I had it on five one, there was nothing for my center channel. Like I couldn't hear any. Of, it was like I could hear score and no talking. So I had to mm. change it down. And it's the same thing. I mean, that's how far back I go, folks. The first sound system yeah. I bought was 2.0. And that was not... Oh, same I, here. I, it wasn't that I bought an old one. That's what... That was a, a good one at the time. Hell, I'm still using some of the speakers from my very first sound system. And it yeah, was just a, two, yeah. an Iowa. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just interesting how, how picky he is and how... I'm surprised he's able to get away. Well, I guess the movies make money. Uh, this one's not going to make, make money, but I'm guessing that's why he's allowed to do what he does. And, and I mean, I sound. get it. I'd want my movie to have the best sound picture and sound quality and sound mix and everything. But yeah. if you're if you're putting it into a hollow cube and nobody's got a fucking hollow cube, then you're just wasting your time. You, yeah, you got to put it into <laughs> something that people can see and enjoy and you know partake in. Yeah. But I will be watching Tenet. I just, I'm not sure when. I, uh, I'd i like to see it in the theater, I guess, but I... Yep. They just got home. Going to give them one warning. Okay. Hey, boys, come here. Come to the window. I'm recording. Who's here, Huddy? Hi. Hey, uh, you guys can take your tablets and go upstairs and play Roadblocks, but I need you to be quiet. I mean, quiet. Oh, keep them busy. Yeah. Let's wait for all the doors to finish slamming and the neighbor kids been coming home with us, which is, it's fine. It's great. It keeps my kids entertained. I, do you find that it's easier when you have other, well, you probably don't have other kids over, but, um, cause you, I mean, you're, you, my relationship with my neighbors is a little different than yours. My neighbor's a teacher at the school with the kids and we're in the, neighborhood yard every single night together so we can kind of like interact with each other we breathe each each other's air whereas yeah. uh you're i don't think you're quite that close with your neighbors that you're having friends over no well things have actually changed a little bit here we've got some neighbors that are from a different cul-de-sac they come down with their kids and the new neighbors beside us we've really connected with them and so it's almost like none of the other neighbors really but the us three couples get together and the kids play in one of our backyards while we just hang out and talk. Actually, the one of the, one of them is a musician, and so him and I talk. He loves movies, so we connected. We it was weird how we connected with movies uh, because he was like, uh, he kind of was talking about art movies, and he's like, "Do you ever watch like any like bad movies?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh do I watch bad movies?" Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "No, I mean like really like on the level like terrible." And I'm like, "Yeah, yes, I do." And so then he started listing movies. I'm like, oh, we're going to be friends. We're, we're, you're throwing around Toxic Avenger and Class of yeah, well, High. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. I, I always yeah, think it's funny, though, when I have people say stuff like that to me, and then they're like, yeah, dude, I own Transformers 5. And it's like, 
<laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's, That's not what not... I'm talking about, son. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, he was like, oh, like one of my scariest, scariest movie going experiences was Event Horizon. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're good. We're all good. <laughs> I got so, a new protege. Anyway. Yeah, but it's, it, oh, and I was telling him about some different, like, well, like testing him. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. have you heard of, have you, have you heard of this director? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And, oh, you went like, to director. I mean, that's a hardcore test. I don't even go that far. Usually it's like, have you heard of this movie? And it's well, not even it anything. Started. It's not even anything that crazy. It'll be like, did you see Annihilation with Natalie Portman or something? You know. Yeah. But I live yeah. down here, so blank stares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's actually started with the favorite. Like I'm like I'm gonna. This was what last week or a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the favorite. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos's movie. And he's like, um, that sounds familiar. He's like, is that the guy that you know? I'm like, yeah, lobster and killing a fake sacred deer and. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're just, yeah, this is a budding bromance right here. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, that was I already a feel little good. side derail. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, okay, are you ready for Recently Watched? Uh, yeah, I thought there was one other thing. Oh, um, Chadwick Boseman. I thought that we would have oh, yeah. men- mentioned him. We would have got there because I watched something since he passed. Of his. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. How, did you know? Did you know? I mean, no, I didn't know. I, I mean, I guess I don't, I, I don't want to call it celebrity drama, but I don't keep up on celebrities drama and personal life stuff, or at least I don't try to. I mean, I see the major stuff that comes across like social and, and whatnot, but, uh, you know, there are lots of those, I don't know, entertainment weekly or people or what, whatever those magazines that used to be. And now websites that, or TMZ. Look, look, we caught up with Ben Affleck at the airport and he's flipping yeah. us off and mad and Jennifer Garner looks pissed. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. I'd be pissed too if you were there. Um, so I, I tried to not give any of that stuff my clicks or attention, uh, especially the relationship stuff. That I mean, relationships are hard enough as it is. Can you imagine trying to do it under a, that kind of spotlight? Yeah. Uh, it'd be a disaster. It usually is. Uh, so I try to be respectful of their personal lives by not getting involved with that and not paying too much attention to that. And I think I've, I've said that before on the show and I encourage everybody else to do the same. They're just people. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Let it go. It, it, they were more spectacular and amazing before the internet because they were mystical gods, 80 feet tall in the theater on the weekends. Now with the internet, you're like, Oh, there's fucking Harrison Ford taking his trash out. Yeah, so he's got to deal yeah. with that too. And then you start thinking about it. It's like, oh, uh, Jessica Alba has to take a shit. <laughs> she wipes her ass with the same Charmin that you do, man. Yeah. Uh, so who gives a shit? Like, stay out of their, their personal lives. It, it just feels so invasive and stupid to me. Uh, but with uh, with uh, Chadwick, it was an illness. And, and I... Four years he's been battling this. All the movies he's made in that time, and and I I never knew anything about it. There were some people, I guess, in the last couple months that were making jokes online about him being super skinny, and and, and oh, he's going all method for some role or something. We're kind of mocking him. How much of an asshole do you look like now? Yeah, I, I didn't even see pictures of him skinny. I don't follow that stuff uh, on purpose. It's it's. I care about when you're acting. Other than that. Do you? I don't. I, yeah, I don't care. He seemed like a legit cool guy, and 
you know, outside of his movie career. I, I still can't get my brain around the fact that he's not African or South African or, or whatever, you know, the Wakanda, Wakanda yeah. accent is. I mean, I know he's not Wakandan. I'm just, yeah, the way he does, he does that because he does that accent in Message from the King as well. And he does it so well, at least, and maybe, maybe people from South Africa be like, no, he does not. I, I, <laughs> to me, it, it, it's amazing. And I, I'm not kidding. There's more than a few times where I go, where the fuck is he from again? I go, oh, he's born in North Carolina. All right. <laughs> so, but damn, does he do that accent well? Did he do that accent well? Yeah. Damn it. I, I wonder who they're going to cast now for Black Panther. They're... Man, there's a lot of good black actors out there you could put in that role. I'm not too concerned about that. But, um, you know, the, I, I, it didn't hit me in the way of, of like, and, and most of the time it doesn't with a lot of actors of being actually upset. Uh, I don't, I don't know any of these people, you know, yeah. I, sometimes it's like, oh, that's sad. Or, you know, he just had a kid or it was an accident, Heath Ledger, but it, it falls for me in that category of Heath Ledger, River Phoenix, River Phoenix blasted me when I, I mean, I, I, that, that was hard on me when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was a Yeah, but icon. I mean, he was, wasn't he in his fifties? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're in your fifties, it, you're getting there. Uh, it, it's these people that are under that. Maybe it's just because I'm under that, <laughs> but it's, it, no, you know what it is? It's, it's actors that I actively love being taken from me too early. You know, when there's plenty of asshole douchebag actors that suck anyway, that are out there blowing lines off of $5 hookers asses right now. Yep. That got a job tomorrow. So uh, uh, it's like, why does it have to be the ones that I like? Um, Especially when it's not on purpose or, you know, it could have been avoided. Like, uh, with River, it, that was his doing. Not on purpose, but you're fucking with drugs like that, you're gonna get in trouble. With, Mm -hmm. um, Heath, it was an accident, so that makes it devastating. Um, Paul Walker, accident. Oh, that was... It's a car wreck, shit happens, but I mean, granted, you were going fast, and, and apparently furious... My bad, my bad, but you're fucking killed yourself. You got a kid. Yeah. You can't be doing that shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, of all the of all of the celebrities, I actually think that Paul Walker, I think that one shook me up more than about any other one in the last, like, f- I don't know, five, six years. I know Prince passed away, and I know, you know, uh, uh, Sting passed away. What? Or no, no, no. Wait. Sting is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. The other guy. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust, whatever his name is, I don't no, know. No, he's still alive. Wait, David Bowie. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but with those yeah. guys, but the, I, I agree. But with those guys, the feeling that I, I had instantly was, man, how lucky that I was alive and on this planet at the same time as those legends. Because they were uh-huh. up there in age. You know, yeah. it it happens. Yeah. Including Michael, G- and Michael Jackson, I think, falls into that category, too. Yeah. But again... I, I, when, when they pass, I'm like, man, that sucks. But at the same time, I was on this planet at the same time as then. Think of all of the years of people existing on this planet. Your dumb ass and my dumb ass existed at the same time as David Bowie and, yeah, and fucking Purple Rain. Yeah. <laughs> That's but it's, amazing. It's, it's, it's weird to think back to these celebrities that passed away and like, 
I truly think that Paul Walker's, and maybe it was because of how horrific he went out, but just yeah. every movie I see him in, yeah, he wasn't the best actor out there, but he legit seemed like a dude that I would want to hang out with all the time. Like, he just seemed like a genuinely nice guy. And I don't know, that, that one there really shook me up for some reason. And Chadwick, that's terrible too, especially having to go through colon cancer. Um, but I just, I don't know. It's just a, another boob. There's a boob. Another chunk of shit for our shit sandwich that is 2020. I know. Oh, boobs in the movie. Oh, I thought you were just... Oh, we finally have nudity over here. Although it's, uh, the girl is sleeping and some random hand off screen pulled the sheet back. So it's real rapey and creepy. And he's petting it. Like, <sighs> why? It's a nice boob though. Huh. Uh, what was I going to... Uh, I forgot I was going to look up something. Yeah, by all reports, Paul Walker was a uh, genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Even like his ex that he had a kid with was like, yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> we just weren't right to be together or something. I I don't know. I read something like that a, a, after his death. Of course, TMZ was on the scene to take pictures of his dead flaming Oh, I know. I, I, and, and it's like burned into my brain too. Yeah, you fucking assholes. Yes, I know. I, man, you gotta have no soul to... How do you sleep after Zero. you do that kind of... Clicks, you uh, see? Clicks. He was in public. I got my right... off. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. Okay, uh, are you ready for Recently Watched? Let's do it. We keep talking about doing longer Recently Watched. And now we're... <laughs> Here we go. Gonna be rushed. Okay. Uh, close this tab and this tab. I'm gonna start off with David Ayer's latest one, The Tax Collector. Starring Shia LaBeouf-ish. Uh, a tax collector, quote-unquote, working for a local crime lord, finds his family's safety compromised when the rival of his boss shows up in L.A. and upends the business. And, you know, after... I, I've... Oh, it's the confession episode. I think that's what it is. I've been hard on David Ayer in the past on this show. Uh-huh. I'm not going to take back the things that I've said. I can just say that I can. I have the right to grow as a person and change my mind. Uh, he has said some things about Suicide Squad in the past that have made me change my mind about what I think about David Ayer. I think that that dude gets edited to hell. I don't know that he gets... I don't know how his system works, but I kind of feel like somehow he's always under a, a, an oppressive editor. I don't think he'd ever admit that because he has to work with whatever editor they give him, for the most part, I, I imagine, unless he is allowed to use his own editor and, and all these choices are his own, in which case then... I'm sorry I stand by some of my thoughts on your bad movies. That was not true of Suicide Squad. He's been very honest about that. Uh, tax Collector, I don't know about. Uh, he's been very kind to Shia LaBeouf. He said he's taught him a lot about acting and a lot about passion for art, and he's reignited his passion uh, many a times because of Shia's passion for the uh, art. Uh, I've been on this show many times saying Shia LaBeouf's a great actor. Not, not changing my mind on that because mm -hmm. of this movie. He's a great actor. Um, the movie's okay. It's edited unevenly again, it feels like. Or at least I feel that way. Because we kind of jump over here, and we jump over here, and I kind of get a little, wait, what are we doing now? And the story shifts left and right so much that I, 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 I get a little confused about the direction and where we're headed. It might be one that I will feel differently about on repeat viewing, and I would give this one another shot. 
So I'm not giving it a whale of a thumbs up. I'm giving it about maybe a, a I don't know, a middle of the road, a five out of ten. It's worth a watch. Okay. Make up your own mind. I have a feeling my opinion will change in the future. Um, but I do have a couple of negative things that I want to say about this movie. And I don't know that all of these things are true, so bear with, take it with a grain of salt. I heard that uh, there are a lot of people that are complaining that uh, Shia LaBeouf is kind of playing a, or speaking with a semi-Spanish accent or something, or that he's representing hood culture and he's a white guy. That doesn't make any sense, because there are also white people in the hood that grow up and act like this and talk like this and walk like this, and that's what David Ayer himself has said. And yeah, that's true, so I don't see what the problem is there, really. It would be different if he was acting of a different ethnicity or something. I don't really feel that he is. Maybe a little Spanish, but if he's grown up in that neighborhood, then what do you expect? He's going, I mean, there's a good chance he will be, uh, it's okay for him to do that. Um, Supposedly, now here's rumor, supposedly he got a full chest tattoo, like, of Spanish stuff, like, akin to uh, El Mariachi guy. Like, I mean, full-on lady, swirly stuff, crazy, Day of the Dead stuff. And that's fine. You know, if you want to do that, you want to get a little method, okay. Not sure that he ever took a shirt off in this movie. So, not sure. I'm not sure that... Uh, maybe there was a scene. I, I, I don't... I don't, I don't recall if there was. I'm not sure that we saw that tattoo. So I, he might have just done that, and they had no intention of showing it. I don't know. Uh, I kind of felt like Shia LaBeouf in the, te- or in the trailer was the Joker in Ayer's Suicide Squad. Because it feels like he's only in it about that much. Like, I wanted this movie. I thought Shia LaBeouf was going to be the main oh, yeah. person in this movie. He's not. Hmm. I, I, matter of fact, I don't know if he's in the last 45 minutes. And Hmm. it was just like, where he's gone. I mean, I know why he's gone, but he was the best part of this movie this far. And now I got this guy that I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. There was just baffling decisions to me and I desperately want to like David Ayer and I desperately want to like his movies. But even this one, I'm like, uh, the first half was so good, and the second half, I was like, what are you doing? Where's this even going? What's even the point? And then at the end, it just didn't really seem to have one. It was just like, ah, shit happens. Move on. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if it's him or if it's the editors or what, but, like, he makes a great movie, then he makes a shitty movie. And he makes a great movie, and he makes, like, End of Watch was great. And then you got that, what was it, Sabotage with Arnold Schwarzenegger that oh. I turned off after 20 minutes? I, I couldn't even finish it. And the one with Will Smith on Netflix, the... Oh, See, I, I thought that one was okay. It could have yeah. used a little trimming, but I thought it was okay. Uh, and then Suicide Squad, which wasn't his fault, and his movie still exists somewhere out there, and I'll wait to judge that till I see it. I applaud him for being open about how that situation went. Uh, so I still kind of am in the David Ayer corner, but I have to be honest that I, I didn't love every decision that was made in this film. That's where I'm at with it. All right. I think you should give it a watch, though. You might like it. How long is it? What's the runtime on that thing? Hour 35. Hmm. That's not bad. No. Oh, and I, I was never bored. It never felt like it was too long or anything like that. It just was like, ah, I want more Shia. Like, he was the he was the cool part of this movie. 
even though he's a rotten ass prick, I still was like, I, I was enjoying what he was doing. I didn't get enough of it. Basket case. <laughs> oh, credits rolling Rubber now? basketball guy. Yeah, tax thing. It's fine. You should check it out. Huh. Okay. Oh, I love it. And I will. I'm sure. Actually, let me just check here. I'm curious. Basket case. I, I want to see what... Uh, yeah, it's $25 on... Uh, oh, yeah. Arrow. There it is. Yep. Arrow. Or $100 on eBay or something like that. No, nope, I'll pass. Nah. For now. Or free on Canopy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it was, it was uh, four by three, so I think it must have been shot that way. Oh, probably. Yeah. What was the quality like? Was it decent? Uh, at first, I was like, oh, this looks terrible. But then my... Internet was ramping up, so it looked okay then. Okay. Okay. Not fantastic, but it looked good. It was watchable. Okay. Not YouTube. Oh, anything else, or? No, I spent more than enough time on that. Go ahead. Um, just finished a movie called The Shed from 2019. This is one that I had been wanting to watch for a while. Um, why? Why? I have no idea, but I wanted to. I heard. I heard on the interweb it's got good reviews, so it must be good. Shutter, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another Shutter one I can review right after this too. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, Hunter, a hunter gets bitten by a vampire and runs into a shed. Oh yeah, okay, that's in the beginning. Of the movie, yeah, uh, yeah. Hunter gets bitten by a werewolf or by a vampire, runs into a shed to avoid sunlight. Stan, seventeen year old, that swears all the time um, to the point where it's not realistic. Uh, he's on probation and he's his supervisor, Grandpa. Bad actor, also known as, lives next to the the shed for Stan's bullied high school buddy. Uh, this oh, awful synopsis from IMDb. They're just words. I mean, you're saying yeah. words, and they're English words, but yeah. they don't go together. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 putting some other things in to make it funny, but I'm like, the, just the synopsis itself, apart from my nonsense, is nonsense. So yeah, there's a vampire in a shed, and these two high school kids get bullied for. 90% of the movie. And I... It's like... All everybody... All anybody does in the movie is swear, swear, swear. Hey, I, I, I swear. I It doesn't bother me if it's done right. Ahem, Tarantino. Tarantino does it right. But here it's like, ah, oh, your, your actor's acting. Because fuck this, fuck you, no, fuck you. I'm like, no, no, nope, nope. Coming off is fake. And the bullies are so... They're so awful. They they remind me of like, of dollar general versions of the boys and Christine. They're like the great value version of the boys and Christine. Kind of even look like them. Remember the boys and Christine? It's been a while since I've seen that one. The the main bully guy's got kind of long John Travolta esque hair, and uh, leather jackets. I yeah, think. leather jackets. Yeah. These guys look the same. They're just. I'm like, they're hyper versions of bullies like they're they're awful to where it's like you hate them immediately and you already don't really like the main characters the bully the bullies from the wraith yeah <laughs> at least they were kind of cool i the wraith was awesome <laughs> yeah. um but uh anyway it, there's a lot of drama in this and a lot of bullying and it's like Finally, the one bullied kid says to the other one, when he finds out there's a vampire in this little shed, well, let's get the boys here and let's, you know, here we go. Ultimate revenge. And the other bullied kid is like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, are you kidding me? I would be 
doing the happy dance. Throw their asses in that shed now. Uh, it's, uh, nah. Anyway, no, it wasn't good. It wasn't an hour and 38 minutes. Like, this is a short film. That's not even that. I didn't, uh, did not like that. Uh, and Next. let's get one more off of the Shutter, the Shutter channel. Just pumping out the quality. Random acts of violence. Should have known. Like, Jay Burchell? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's the director and the star and the writer of this thing. Got Jord- know, he's directed some good movies, sir. Yeah. They got Jordana Brewster in this thing and Jesse Williams. Uh, Who's Jesse Williams? Oh, he's been in... Um, he's a good actor. He What was he in? Cabin in the Woods. He was... Um, this sounds good. You know, that's the thing. I wonder if you would like it, because it deals with comic books. It's a, I see that. A comic book writer. I didn't understand it. I This is way beyond my pay grade. I didn't, I didn't get it. it. There is a killer that's killing people, and meanwhile, this author is having a tough time with the girlfriend, and, and it, huh, I did not get it. It was gory. Um, but it, yeah, I'm, uh, way beyond my pay grade. I mean, way (laughs) beyond. I'm like, this is a twirly mustache for me, baby. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you've piqued my interest in comic books and there's violence and I, I I, you might like it. You might like it. I, it's competently made and well acted and it is violent. Uh, but I did, I did not understand it. But I again, you know, we're dealing with Tyrannosaurus brain here, so I... <laughs> it's not Tyrannosaurus brain; it's giant little kitty brain. Yes, kitty, 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 kitty. kitty. Purposely didn't talk about those demons. <laughs> so, yeah, what did I give? Oh, yeah, I, I really did not like that movie. I did not give that a good score. But anyway, oh, that means a zero. No, not a zero. Not, not a zero. I, I can, I can, I understand it is. It is not for me. It's just, it, it didn't work for me. Um, and even The Shed, like, The Shed was not an awful, poorly made movie. It was just not my, like, I, not into I watching you. two guys get bullied for most of the movie, and I didn't, eh. Yeah, your Blu-ray collection says otherwise. Yeah. Oh, I know, oh, <laughs> I know. Now, these these are not in my collection, but um, eh, I still gave them, gave them time, gave them my time. Go ahead and do another one. I took forever on that last one. Um, and I'm watching the trailer for Random Acts of Violence, so... Okay, so I want to re-review The Revenant. This is my third viewing of this movie. Wow. Um, you have given this movie, like, ten hours of your life. Oh, I know, I know. And here's the thing. I I split it up into two nights, because it's... Oh, no, actually, <laughs> three nights. Three, three. That's yes. A, that's a three-nighter. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely love this movie. I mean, like... It has my score has never dipped on this movie, and I know it's divisive and it's a very long movie. But I, I honestly, I like most of the middle segment part of this movie where he is just trying to survive and breaking this movie up into like three different nights. I think it, I it made me like it even more because it wasn't like he's walking and he's stuck in the ice or he's living inside of a horse for a night or you know whatever. I. The, the score to this thing is so perfect, and the cinematography is, it's, I adore this movie. Even even um, Tom Hardy. I've 
gotten to the point where I, I think his character is phenomenal in a, like, he's basically, uh, old, old timey 1800s MAGA hat wearing guy. That's literally what he is. He's just a MAGA hat. Um, we can't really talk like this. I, I gotta tell you, I got scalp from C and we had a deal, you see? I, I yeah, did. that's, that's him through yep. and through mm-hmm. every movie. He's gotta do something weird like that. But um, I read up on the movie a little bit because like, I'm infatuated by this movie and just what what DiCaprio went through and what he did in this movie. Like he ate a raw fish and he climbed into a carcass and uh, that wasn't a real horse carcass. If, somewhere I read that he climbed into a real dead horse. I'm like bullshit. What? I don't buy that. <laughs> Mr. Peta himself over there is yeah, climbing in the den animals and true. eating raw fish. I don't know about but that. Well, actually, at that scene, when he caught that fish, I'm like, holy shit, that looks pretty real. Like, it looks like he caught a real fish. And um, Anyway, I, I forget what came out in 2015. That would have not been my favorite movie of the year. Uh, because this feels like it's my favorite movie of the year. But I, I feel like maybe it was The Witch. Or someday I want you to give this movie a rewatch. Is what I'm trying to say. I know it's long, and but... didn't I already give it a rewatch? Didn't I watch it twice? Uh, I don't know. But we had a deal here. You see, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking at movies from 2015. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go. Ah, Spectre. No, thank you. Nope. Uh, the Hateful Eight. Ooh. The Visit. Mm, the Invitation. Man from Uncle. Black Mass, Sicario. I would put Sicario oh, above it. Sicario gets five stars. This gets five stars. Tomorrowland. Oh, excellent movie too. Mm-hmm. The Witch. Is that okay? There you go. Well, I think we always disagree, always argue about this because I know it, it's 2014, least... 2015, or something. I don't know, but it, it's, yeah. it's listed here on 2015 popular movies. Chappie, The Martian. <laughs> There's the zoo. And the bear attack, by the way, the bear attack in this. Oh, the reason I rewatched Revenant was because I watched um, The Edge, and there's a a really well oh. done bear attack in The Edge, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? That makes I I should rewatch Revenant again. And oh man, I just I love that movie. I have to go see. I think somebody's at the door. Okay, probably looking for a kid. Just give me a second. Right. I, I, I I'll come back and review something, but I want I want to talk about The Edge. Okay, just. One sec. All right. Oh, the dogs are going just just completely ape shit back there. Um, I guess I could review Gwendolyn from Severin Pictures that I spend a lot of money on. Awful. I'm furious that I had to watch this that because I, I had to watch it. You see, because I bought it. Um, just two terrible actresses and some lame Indiana Jones dude exploring and getting naked. Oh, this movie was so bad. Oh, it just went an hour and 45 minutes. And, oh, it's a soft core Indiana Jones type movie. No, it's none of the above. Just nothing. Just long, long takes of them wandering around the desert and then in a cave and then a little bit of boobies and, oh, and then they come across this castle underground in the ice or something and they're S&M type stuff, but it's not even remotely sexy. It's just stupid. It's stupid. Their costumes were ridiculous. 
Oh, the director's name is Just Jackin. I think. Just Jackin. Uh, Tawny Kitten stars in it. Brent Huff. Wasn't good, folks. Nope. But I've got the limited edition slipcover Blu-ray sitting on my shelf. Oh. Of course, I had two different versions that I could choose from on the disc. One was the hour and 27 minute American version, and then there was the extended international cut. Well, of course, I'm like, well, I want to watch the steamy added scenes. Mmm? Mmm? Yeah. Nope. Lots of, just extra walking. Lots of extra, extra walking, exploring, arguing, jumping off cliffs that don't look dangerous, arguing again. Then maybe a nip slip. Fuck that move. Fuck that movie. Okay, that's Gwendolyn. That gave it one star. Now that I think about it, I'm like, no, it didn't really deserve one star. Oh, and the uh, it's got an alternate title. Um, even the alternate title makes me angry. Uh, Gwendolyn and the Adventures of the Yik Yak. Or something stupid. Just, ugh. That's stupid. Blu-ray looked pretty good, though. The quality, the quality was pretty impressive. <laughs> but um, I fast-forwarded the... Yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm done with that one. Um, I'm just going to keep on reviewing here. Why not host another another Shutter thing that exists uh, that seems to get some good reviews. Um, 57 minutes of group of women are doing a Zoom meeting... And they contact a medium to do a spirit thing. And then a spirit shows up because someone does something stupid. And then the spirit shows up. And then they're all screaming at each other through Zoom. And it was filmed during COVID. The beginning of... What's this piece of shit called? Host. Stuckman reviewed it. And I'm like, oh, and now I got to watch it. And like host or the host or... Just, just host. And it's... It's, okay. a, it's... I suppose it's a bit creative because they filmed it during the beginnings of COVID or whatever. And it's a, it's a, the first zoom meeting horror movie, but it's a lot of just seven women sitting by their computers screaming about shit going on in the background. I wasn't just done with unfriended or whatever that, Oh, I just, it, that not, not me, not me. Yep. It's not made for me folks. (laughs) I agree. Sorry about that. The dogs are not used to the new door, and we don't have a screen door now because the other big dog keeps ripping it apart. And so, neighbor dog was out, and the teacher was looking for her kid, and didn't know that she came home with my kids. Ooh. He came home with our kids. He was like, oh, he's been doing that. I, He's six. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't care. It's fine. Keeps my kids entertained. But... Yeah, door was open, her dog happened to be out, big dog tore out the door, little dog went right after him, and we tie up the little dogs. So it was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to chase this dog all over the fucking neighborhood. But, nope, it just went and attacked the big dog and then got itself hurt. Good job, dumbass. Uh, okay. Where are we at on time here? Well, we're doing good. Yeah. We're doing good. Uh, A couple I want to talk about. First up... You had said you wanted to talk about The Edge? I do, but we'll start that off with your next round. I got okay. a couple others of mine that I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, Ava, do you remember, well, do you remember seeing a trailer for this one? Yes, I, I know I've heard of that movie. Yeah, that just came out. September, oh, coming soon, releases September 25th, oh. 2020. Okay. 
Well, here's your advanced uh, yeah. review of Ava. They gave me an advanced copy. Yeah, probably. Oh, sure. <laughs> Starring Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, Common, uh, Colin Farrell, Joan Chen. Uh, Ava is a deadly assassin who works for a black ops organization traveling the globe specializing specializing in high-profile hits. When a job goes dangerously wrong, she is forced to fight for her own survival. We have never heard of such a synopsis like such a movie as this in our entire lives, have we? <laughs> Assassins do an assassiny yep. thing. Yep. And you know what? It's fine. It's worth watching. It's totally harmless. I would put it in the same camp as... Red Sparrow and Atomic Blonde and Hannah. It was pretty good. It was all right. It was worth watching. It was. It was really cool to see Colin Farrell and John Malkovich kick the shit out of each other. I mean, almost, almost borderline to a laughably John Carpenter movie where they just beat the shit out of what? Christine in the alley, huh? Chris- no, in the alley. Oh, the two, oh they live. They live. It, it, almost that. Like Malkovich is pretty old. And they're throwing through glass coffee tables and through windows and doors. And it was just, like, it was almost like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I got a kick out of that. Yeah, there's some other good action scenes and some stuff happens. And it mostly just goes the way every single one of these movies always goes. So it's worth checking out if you're into that sort of thing. You're not going to hurt yourself watching that one. Uh, Message from the King I rewatched. I, did I have that one as a roulette? I know I gave it to you as a roulette. Um, possibly, but I, yeah, I know mine was a roulette. Good movie. It was a good movie, and I have not seen it since whenever I reviewed it on the show if it was a roulette or not. Uh, and I still stand by this being a damn good movie. I watched it with the wife, and it was because of Chadwick Boseman. Wanted to, wanted to watch one of his movies that wasn't Black Panther. Thought it was time to go after this one because it's been a couple of years. And, you know, I think I'll agree with what... I think you said the same thing when you had it as a roulette. It, you could carve 10 minutes out of this mm-hmm. thing. 10 to 15. Pretty easy. Because there's a couple of scenes in there uh, and subplots that don't really go anywhere and don't really do anything. They, and they don't have anything to do with Chadwick Boseman. They're they're completely side character driven. That it's just like, we didn't we didn't need to have that in there. And you could have cut 10, 15 minutes out. Because I think it's hour 45, hour 50. Uh, and we'd be... We'd be down to a little more slimmer runtime. Just a little would keep the thing moving a little quicker because those things kind of bog it down. But still, that ending—holy shit! Does that just make this movie? And I'm talking about the when he returns home and you realize who he really is. It, it's just like oh, that changes the scope of the whole movie. Uh, so I still enjoy it, and I still am going to give that one high praise. And I'm still going to tell people to go watch that movie because I think it's one of those Netflix original kind of. I don't know if they bought it or produced it, but uh, it is going to fall under the radar. And I think people should check this one out, especially now that we've lost uh, Mr. Bozeman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to you. Okay, so you want to talk about The Edge real quick? Did you did yeah. you rewatch that one? No. Oh. Not yet. Okay, well, I did. And um, other than the very 90s feel of the movie, and it is 90s, uh, this is a great movie. It's got good, uh, great actors. It's funny watching watching uh, Anthony Hopkins do his thing. Like he he's Anthony Hopkins playing himself almost in the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with that because he's awesome. He's just awesome, 
and so smart. Like I'm like when he's doing all his smart like maybe we should do this. I'm, I'm like you probably just like literally know that you. <laughs> It wasn't even written in the script. I just, I know how to do that. But it's a really good movie. I thought Ella McPherson, I don't know, this, the whole, that whole affair types. I, I don't know. I, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. I know why that's going on because of Alec Baldwin, the, the love triangle thing. But I was more interested in how are they going to get out of this mess. Uh, that was a really good movie. Uh, yeah. The Bear Attack is really good. The Revenant is better, but... They had way better CGI, and in fact, I'm not even sure if CGI was used in The Edge. No, that was a real bear. Okay, because that was that was good, and oh man, that bear was creepy, or scary, terrifying. Yeah, thing was huge, but beautiful cinematography. I love these movies, like a really good, really good outdoorsy adventure. Yeah, well, it's reminiscent of. Um... The Liam Neeson one. Oh yes, like, yes, the gray. Actually, yeah. I um, I think my wife. We were going through Voodoo, and my wife saw saw the saw this movie on there, and she's like, "Oh, like should we watch that?" And one thing led to another. And we started talking about the gray, and I'm like, "Ooh, I might need to watch the gray again." So, anyway, oh, eeny, meeny, miny. Oh, so here we go. <clears throat> Um, let's, uh, quickly review the uncanny. See, I got a, I got my Severin, my Severin Blu-ray order showed up, so got some good stuff there, right? Never. Uh-huh. I, I don't think you've had a good package since, like, maybe the second one you ever got, which uh, was a year and a half ago, yeah. maybe? This isn't Vinegar Syndrome, this is Severin. Um, mm. like, the uncanny from 1977 starring Peter Cushing. I'm like, well, this is gonna be good. It's an anthology movie. This is going to be good. About cats. Mm. Swing and a miss. And the cats aren't scary. They're just, they're, they're, they're house cats. Like, they, they try to make them look scary by music and just cameras on the cats. Here's, here's a cat looking at the screen. I'm like, not scared. I'm pissed off and my nose is running. (laughs) You're now allergic to movie cats? Yeah. Come on, dude. (laughs) There's only, like, of the three stories, and the wraparound story has Peter Cushing, and he's like, the cats are going to take over the world. So that's that's the whole gimmick here. But uh, the second story has this this young girl, and her, her mother passed away, and her mother was a witch, and her and her black cat move in with her her uh, her mom's sister, and they're, of course, just awful people with an awful daughter. They All reminiscent of, well, yeah, I'm not, yeah, the, just throw a, a house full of magas. And um, then she gets all witchy on him. And th- that was a pretty good story. And how it ended was, it was cool. Enough to give the movie maybe one star. Because the other ones were just terrible. Oh, ah, I don't want to see any more Cats movies. Ah, especially not scary ones. Tabby that cats. should be your whole next week. Uh, cat people, cats that just came mm-hmm. out. Um <laughs> Yeah. We'll do a top ten next week of the top ten cat movies. Yeah. Yeah, this was like never before on Blu-ray for good reason. <laughs> oh. All right. Yep, there you go. Uh alright, I got one more and then I'm gonna be pretty well done. This one is Attack on Titan Part One from twenty fifteen. 
This is a live-action adaptation of an anime series called uh, same name, Attack on Titan. In a world where in a world <laughs> where giant humanoid titans prey on humans, Aaron joins the Scouting Legion to get revenge on the monsters who killed everyone in this town. That's a fine synopsis. It tells the truth, doesn't give anything away, and also is a pack of lies. Um, <laughs> this movie is an hour and a half. There's a part two, and it's kind of a Kill Bill one and two situation, I think. And the other one's an hour and a half, I looked up, but I can't get my hands on the other one yet. Uh, I gotta say, I was pretty impressed. I watched the first season or two of Attack on Titan, the anime series, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's crazy. It's very anime uh, in a lot of its ideas, and I was like, how the hell are you going to translate that without a $200 million budget? I don't know what this thing cost. It didn't cost that, I don't think. But they did a pretty damn good job. Uh, more accurate synopsis. One day, in Asia land, as all animes seem to be set, there are people that are farmers, and they're—I mean—we're setting semi-normal, not quite normal times here. Maybe back like a little bit of, as far as olden times and farmers and stuff. But we got airplanes, maybe World War One-ish, World War Two-ish, something like that. They're never really clear. All of a sudden, over the horizon come uh, titans, and they're giant, and they're naked, and they have this kind of face on them. <sighs> giant, creepy smiles. Some of them don't really have skin, and they still have this all stupid face. <sighs> and we're talking big. Not just like Hulk big. We're talking 75 feet, like monstrous huge and they love to eat people okay and when they open their mouths uh their cheeks split and there's extra teeth all the way through and they pick up people up and they rip them in half and uh, and they're men and women they look like men and women but they have no sexual organs they have boobs but no nipples these are things that they talk about in the show in the movie okay because they don't know how they reproduce very creepy, very unnerving. They make crazy sounds. Just as they are just scarfing people down. So then they, uh, the humans managed to get away and build a wall tall enough to keep them out. And then they went further away, uh, like a circle. They made the wall a circle. They went further away and made another wall. And they went to an inner circle and made the tallest wall of all. So you have the rich in the middle middle class in the second ring, poor in the farmers in the third ring. Nobody's seen Titans for a hundred years, and they return. Bigger than they were before. That's the first ten minutes of this movie. Oh, okay. It's pretty badass. And it's listed as, well, not on IMDb, it's not listed as horror, but on the thing I watched it on, it was listed as horror. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gruesome when they're ripping people in half and... I just Then the littler titans are down on the ground that are hulk size are fighting over the arms and legs that fall down. And still all butt naked, and some without skin. It's just creepy. And then what the way... And, and also, they I mean, they use cannons to fight them. Nothing works. The only way they found to kill them is to... Uh, the nape of their neck back here. You can take swords, and you can chop that out, and then they'll die. But how do you get up there? So they developed what they called an omnidirectional 
uh, traveling system. I don't remember exactly how it was called. But what it does is that they have these big belts and harnesses, and it shoots wires out so they can kind of Spider-Man fly. It's wires and hooks. It looks really weird, but it also looks totally sci-fi badass. And in the anime, it was awesome. I was like, how are you going to make that live action? They did it. It looks like a lot of green screen, but those guys are zipping around on those hooks and those lines and chopping the shit out of the back of those titans and blood just raining down. There is enough gore in this that I'm an hour and a half. I'm tempted to pass it to you. Uh, it's something you might want to check out if you come across in any of your places. Okay. It's uh, It was subtitled for me, but I didn't care. I wanted to see it that bad. Uh, it's It's got a sweet ending, and that was the ending of the first season. They managed to put the first season into an hour and a half movie. Uh, it, it, there's a little bit of slowdown between the first ten minutes and the second act where shit starts ramping up, but then there's enough gore throughout there. I was like, you know... This might be okay for Eugene, especially not that, you know, most of these kinds of translations are two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah. This is an hour and a half. So, uh, it's something you might want to put on your radar if you happen to come across it cheaply. Uh, you have definitely wasted 90 minutes. Way worse. Way worse. Way worse than this. And uh, so I think that I I would just like to see your take on the story because it's so damn bizarre. It's just the whole thing is so weird and and different that I'm just like, it's just weird. So you should have an opinion on this. Cool. Okay. Have you seen, uh, I'm guessing you have, the uh, video game series that's on Netflix right now? Uh, it's added to my queue. Uh, John told me about it, um, but I haven't got into it yet. Every time I hit play, the wife comes in the room, and it's like, oh, time for some, time for Hannibal. Oh. Have we talked about Hannibal yet? Uh. Can we talk? I'll give you a Hannibal update because I can't review the shit because I didn't watch it, unlike Basket Case, which I watched every single frame of. <laughs> um, Hannibal, the TV show. The first season, I was into it. And this is only a semi-review. I was into it. I was like, this is cool. This is a prequel to Manhunter. This is what, now I'm getting to see why Will Graham was so nuts in Manhunter. Like, his psyche was so crazy. I'm into this. Very quickly, even towards the end of, like, you liked, loved season one, liked season two, hated season three. I, towards the end of season one, I was already falling asleep during episodes. Midway through season two, I'm like, now we're just doing the movies. Now, now we're just remaking the movies. But not as good. It. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're fucking with the timeline. Because we're doing silence before Manhunter, before this. You know, like, they're just jumbling it all up. And then, uh, I mean, fast forward another week. Eric's asleep, 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 not even trying. I just wait for the next night for my wife to recap what happened. Okay, next episode. Now we're, now we're doing Red Dragon and Manhunter stuff, and I'm... Ah. <sighs> And some, maybe some Hannibal, like the movie, and I'm just, I don't care. I, I'm just trying to get through it as fast as humanly possible so I can get to the movies. So, that's my half-assed review of Hannibal, because I've, I've slept through most of it. I There are times, too, where I wake up and I'm like, huh, what? And, oh, that's that person? Oh, so we're in the middle of that movie. Okay. Yeah. I've season, seen it done better. Season one, I liked. Season two, I'm like, ah, oh, this is starting to be not me. And season three, I outright hated. Did not at all like season three. I don't think there is... There is a bit of a difference in the tone and the scope in season three. I'm seeing some of that 
sort of pretentious stuff where it's like, oh, now we got a slow motion pebble falling into a yep. pond, koi fish. And I'm like, this means nothing. So it does definitely have some of that stuff, but I don't think it's as drastic a change as the first two. I mean, other than we're now just really rehashing everything we've already done in the movies. Yeah. And it's like, I just keep going, what's the point? We've done this. I've seen this. I know the story. Yeah. So done. what's done the, better? What's the point? Uh, that's it for me. Okay. Last, you can do another round if you want, but we need to get to coming soon and wrap up. Um, uh, oh, uh, just real quick, uh, the quest. I know I, I brought up the fact that I had bought that Blu-ray with, this is the Brian Trenchard, Trenchard Smith movie from the mid eighties starring Henry Thomas. I was really excited to watch this Australian movie. Hmm. I'm going to spoil the movie real quick here. Kid um, is inventive and lives with a, a a guardian guy, uh, and they go to some mystical pond, I guess. And there's a supposed creature in this mystical pond. So him and these two young girls are gonna find out what is what's in the pond. And many, 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 many minutes later of building things and not showing up for a dance and the local sheriff does things. He goes on his quest and uh, mystical, mystic-y stuff happens where he goes to the Australian mystic-y people and they say, oh yeah, it's the Oh, what's the creature's name? It's stupid. Um, hold on, let me find it. Um, it's in here somewhere. Uh, something banana or something stupid. Um, uh, I have to find it. I, I, it, uh, what's it called? Come on. It's all right. You know how long I took last time? Uh huh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, seriously, how long was it? Because I timed it. I know how yeah. long it was. Was it like five minutes at least? It was about five minutes. Mm. felt like 20, but frog, it was about five minutes. Frog Dreaming. Frog Dreaming was the original title. Oh, is that like South Park where you're licking the frog and then you hallucinate or ayahuasca or something? So he goes on an adventure. Oh, He, he goes ad- on a, a soul-searching mind adventure, oh, so he, he doesn't really do anything? He adventures, dude. I, it just He adventures. Now he's on a boat. Uh, and they're going to a place because there might be someone there with some information about this creature that might be in the water. So it turns out, I'm going to spoil the movie, because he builds this contraption where he can, I guess he can breathe underwater. Turns out it's a big, like, big piece of, like, like industrial equipment, like a big bulldozer type thing. Not a bulldozer. What's the big thing with the, uh, the, the an excavator? Yeah, yeah, I guess one of those, sure. And it's covered in moss and and junk. Looks like a creature, you see, for some re- reasons. Oh, oh, did I hate this movie? Oh. oh, the alternate title of this film is The Legend of Frog Dreaming. Oh. I... Budget of $388,000, and it took in one hundred and seventy-one. It just felt like, we're going to try and make a Goonies. Let's do that. But without the money and with one Goonie. It's just, yeah, the Goonie. 
for, oh, this Donkajin. Is it Donkajin? Donkajin. That's, I knew that there was some stupid word that every time they said it, I'm like, mm, that's making me more and more mad. Every time I yeah. hear that word, it makes it's me more mad. They discover that Donkajin is, in fact, an old donkey engine or a type of excavator. Yeah. Or a steam shovel used in construction. So, donkey engine turned into Donkajin. I, someone out there must have thought this was a good idea, uh, but... Whoa, they were woefully wrong. Woefully wrong. I might have to check this one off the list anyway. Donkey Gen. Donkey Gen. Every day I'm like, Donkey Gen, what's that? Oh. It made me turn into a grumpy get off my yard. Very much. A lot of the movies I've been watching lately have been really making me grumpy get off my yard. Pretty much anything with gin in the title makes you angry. <laughs> and I think there's a new gin out, did gin out there for you to watch. Oh, probably. Too. I've seen so many gin this and gin that. And What was the one that, what, what is your wish? Wishmaster. That's a gin yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. but you've watched all the did gin did gin yeah, uh-huh. titles. Yeah, donkey gin. Stupid. That's just, anyway. All right, let's do coming soon and wrap up. We're over the time, and I got things to do. Lots of cleanup. Uh, coming soon for me, I got The Mission with Robert De Niro. I want to get that checked off the list. Body Double, it's a Brian De Palma film, I think. Was Andy Sedaris the guy that was making all those bad movies that you were buying on Blu-ray? The Sure was. Sure teasy was. ones? Yeah. yeah. They have all hit Amazon Prime here in the last week, so we might be checking some of those off the list. You should. <laughs> uh, Angry Video Game Nerd the Movie has hit... Um, Amazon Prime, and I will be watching that as soon as possible. I follow, I've followed that guy for years on his YouTube channel. He used to just put out like a video every couple weeks or a month, and it was highly produced and just a com- it's meant to be full on comedy where he just rants about a shitty video game. I mean, it's completely ridiculous stuff, but it it's oh, it's stupid poop jokes and shit that we like mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So I'm really looking for... He finally got around to making a movie. He also has a couple other... Uh, not channels, but he has a couple other series on his channels that are just very entertaining, where he's not playing the character. He's just being himself, and, and he seems like absolutely one of the people that you and I would hang out with. Cool. Um, so if you haven't seen any of his stuff, you should check it out. You should add it to your YouTube subscribe list. Okay. Um, but I would not recommend starting with the movie on that. Because that's going to be a very low-budget affair. You should go watch some of the videos. Uh, back to you. What do you got coming soon? Uh, well, Pitch Black is coming up hopefully tonight. I'll be able to watch half of that. And I did uh, the uh, Die Hard series is on sale on Voodoo. So I actually got the 4K releases of Parts 2 and 3. Because I already bought the, the 4K disc of Part 1. So I'm like, ah, I want the whole series. So I actually... Have all of them except Live Free or Die Hard in my uh, voodoo now. Live Free or Die Hard's in your voodoo? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Good Day to Die Hard. Mm. That one. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch two and three. I haven't seen two and three in a long time, and I know that two is probably going to be meh, but I still want to watch it again. I, I have fond memories of that movie. Two's a good movie. I, I don't think it, it deserves to be discredited. If it was our first Die Hard, everyone would have thought it was the okay. greatest Die Hard. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. It's I, got some, it's got a little bit of cheese into, I mean, the most unbelievable thing is like the one line where he goes, how can the same shit happen to the same guy and uh, uh, on Christmas again? You know, 
where he actually says that it's like, all right, dude, now you're pulling me out of the movie because this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, but it has some great, it has some legit great action moments in it. Uh, awesome stuff. Cool. I, I'm looking, I think I'm going to skip that one with the daughter and go to, she's seen Die Hard. I think part three I'm itching to watch again. And part three is legit amazing. Yeah. And I'm going to watch that one in part four with her. And just so you know, my part, the part four that I have is the unrated version. So good. That's the one I want. Cool. Um, what else? Uh, I got some other stuff that uh, I was planning on watching. Every night before I go to bed, by the way, I right now I'm on. Uh, I watch all the old Between Two Ferns shows. I've been on, watching them too lately. What's going on? They with just that? they pop up on YouTube for some reason. They're on my main page. I'm like, I, why are you here? But okay. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I go Matthew, is, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, watch that one. They're. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. There's not. I don't think there's one that I outright did not like. Um, yeah, but that's. I, so I was watching. really happy though that they finally released a, a bloopers reel for that because mm. I was like, "There's no way you guys are just sitting there angry at each other the whole time." Yeah, you guys got to break at some point. Oh, where he goes off on Brie Larson about her name, Brie Cheese. Um, oh, it just cracks me up every time. She's like, "Yeah, I, I got the joke." <laughs> Gorgonzola, as soon as they, that all... <laughs> eventually they get around to calling him fat, and he's like interview over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and when he starts to feel up, uh, oh, the kid from Superbad, what's his name? Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, take a little. You remember that? He's I don't gra- remember that. I don't uh, remember that one. Yeah, who's what's the skinny kid's name in, in Superbad? The... I mean, McLovin. No, the other guy that he um, um, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Everything comes back to comic books, motherfucker. <laughs> Every time. Uh-huh. I can't I can't help it. It's my default setting. <laughs> but when those two are interviewing and he just turns the end, I'm like, he, he's just grabbing his hand and trying, like, here, here, are you ticklish? It's like, ah, oh, this is so awkward. Yeah. That's uh, what he does. Yep. But anyway, um, Unforgiven. I actually have been wanting to watch Unforgiven. And so that's in my voodoo now as well. Have you watched Unforgiven ever? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. I... I well, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't really see what all the hubbub is about. That's all right. I mean, it's fine, but like, why well, we got old co- cowboys talking about masturbating? I'm like, I, huh? And then, you know, I, over the years, watched more of uh, his spaghetti Western work and then rewatched Unforgiven. was like, okay, I kind of see if you, if you factor in maybe the progression of that kind of character on through as a through line for all of his Western work, which you can because half the time he's the man with no name. So it's very easy to just, yeah, it's all the same universe and this is how it ends up. Um, so in, in that respect, I got, I, I, I came around on Unforgiven. Okay. It still has some things in it that I'm like, it's annoying. We could cut this out or we don't need to have this or the, you know, crying, yeah. lots of crying. <laughs> I just remember the hookers cried a lot. Uh, I've been wanting to rewatch that one for the longest time. And like, okay, it's time to give that one a rewatch. By the way, going circling back to Revenant again, that, that made me, that reminded me of Revenant. Um, here's my, I think this might be one of the reasons I like Revenant so much is it almost feels like there's a spaghetti Western in there. Kind of like just everybody's dirty and just kind of scummy and, I'm like, this is kind of a spaghetti western. I'm reaching. I know. <laughs> I, if you say so. Yeah. It, it's, I believe I've watched it twice. It's just not my cup of tea. It's, you it's should give okay. that not a chance. Oh, I'm telling you. Mumble, mumble, garble, garble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one day. <laughs> 
And that's it. All right. Uh, I'll see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.